0: The following is a GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street production. You've discovered your link to GoPowerCat.com's PowerCat Powercat Insiders podcast, presented by Commerce Bank, and it starts right now. Now let's go to the WTC gig-powered studios.
1: Here's your host, GoPowerCat.com publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. Welcome to the PowerCat Insiders podcast from Memphis. The insiders are inside my hotel room. It is as romantic as it sounds. Tim Fitzgerald, Matt Walters, Kellis Robinette, and Ryan Black. Catfish himself is back home <laughs> in the south. Catfish hunter. Yep. Oh, man. This has been a Robbins road trip. Robbins Motor Company sponsored our little trip here. Uh, what we didn't expect was to have construction outside of our hotel here so occasionally they like to back things up for extended periods of time is it worse than what it was in
2: charlotte for the tournament a couple of years wasn't ago? that
1: like construction sounds this is just like a beeping okay no yeah those were actual constructions like them yeah. banging on the the hotel and everything the other in charlotte cool thing about room 1050 oh god i just invited you really everyone, did that i just invited everyone to the room yeah.
3: We uh, haven't said what hotel yet, though. Oh, That's yeah. True oh behavior. I did on a previous podcast. Uh, oh they
1: have to be a loyal listener to figure this out. <laughs> Is uh our wall here backs up to the elevators. I don't trust the middle elevator elevator because when you hear it, it mm. sounds like the cable's about to snap at any moment because it it's a god awful sound as it passes by the room. It's lovely. Anyhow. Bigger things to worry about. Well, I mean, at least I didn't get stuck in an elevator with ducks, as Chris Kleiman did this week, or yesterday, wasn't it? That is so funny. He was the duck marshal. What is that called? The duck master.
3: Master. master. Duck
1: master, yeah. Duck master. And then as they took the ducks to the roof, the elevator got stuck.
2: I think they tried to sell him insurance. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Dynamite drop!
2: Oh,
4: thank <laughs> you. Good, job, job, guys. Good job, catfish! Nice job! Catfish. job catfish. Oh man, Sabin! I liked wasn't, it. Sabin wasn't with them, I guess. Oh my Next goodness! Week. That might be the rant for the day. Uh, in the,
1: <laughs> I was wondering if you know if that had gotten any longer, if he would have started eyeing which duck would be the first to go. Like oh. they weren't going to starve to death; they had fresh meat on the elevator with them. We are sponsored by Commerce Bank. Because they give us Matt Walters, and he's got to now get out the reeds. Because I forgot to bring the reeds, so we have a phone. This has got to
4: be it. more of a priority for you. In 2020.
1: I remembered everything except the reads are on my desk. I got the reads out of the studio, into my office, and they didn't make it into the podcast bag. Life is full of moments, big
4: and small, just like right now. Commerce Bank has the technology and the people to help with whatever financial
1: challenges come your direction. Commerce Bank, challenge accepted. If you're still heading this way for Tuesday's 2.45 kickoff, throw in a coat, got a little chilly on us. Mm -hmm. The rain's out of the forecast. That's good. It's supposed to be a high of 50 tomorrow at the Liberty Bowl, and it's a little nippy compared to what it has been. It was supposed to be in the 60s, but I'll take it. There's no ice here. It's not like it was in Chicago, so... Take and run. Yeah, that's true. Chicago's always icy. Mm-hmm. It's either windy or icy. And it was it's both. Mm. Gentlemen, let's start with you, Kellis. What do you think of this matchup between Navy and Kansas State?
3: Well, I'm ready to finally see it. I know. have you know, been talking about the option for a whole month. Yeah. I want to see how, how they defend it, how they run it. I kind of got a taste watching uh, Air Force play Washington State in the Cheese it Bowl the other day. Um, but then we get here, and it's funny. You talk to Scotty Hazleton about it. He's like, oh, their triple option offense is totally different from Navy's. I don't really <laughs> see how that can be. But no. uh, the funniest thing to me, in that game was they had a a fourth and one in their own territory where the announcers were saying, oh, you know, this is kind of a risky play for them. I don't know if they should go for this or not. But they just lined up, no hesitation, QB sneak, like five-yard gain, Like, if they really wanted to, they could just do that all game. QB sneak, QB sneak, QB sneak. It would be amazing to see a team score that way
1: with nothing but QB sneaks. I think we did with Colin Klein at Kansas State. It
3: team. really was amazing to hear their offensive coordinator say that he only calls six plays in games. That was incredible. That yeah. was the most amazing thing I've ever heard. I, I hope that's what it all, all it is, like a tech mobile kind of thing where he's on the sidelines saying, all right, well, let's go with play A this time. It's like a play book D report. Next.
4: It's like a book report. You and I don't know about you. Catfish, but it's like a it's like a book report we wrote uh. years and years ago, where you had like the big I, and then you had A, and then like nine different points under it, and then you went to B, and then you had so they run six plays. There's just fifty eight different options off of them. But I'm like you; I think it's going to be cool to see
1: how they try to attack K-State from the get-go tomorrow. Now, let's clarify. They have more than six plays, but he said when they're in system, like probably against Army, they ran six variations of, off their six plays. When it's rolling, you don't have to do I know. too much. Well, because within every play, there's three plays. I mean, there's variations before the snap, but then do you hand it off? Do you keep it? Do you pitch it? Do you throw it? There's just all kinds of things you can do out of each play. It's rarely throwing it, though. Well, when
3: they're, they're winning. They're 12% of the time. I figured it out. Yeah. I would have and, thought it was even less than that, honestly. I'm, well, I think it, it into... gets
1: skewed because in games like Army, they just don't have to throw it. They just keep running it and keep running it. Yeah, their only throw was by the halfback in that game. Yeah. I, you know, and honestly, I didn't watch the entire game. I was at a Christmas party, and that was more important to me. But uh, apparently they did call passing plays. He just tucked it and ran because Army forgot to cover Malcolm Perry when he had the ball. Early Christmas part of the game until December fourteenth. Yeah. Dang. Oh yeah, you got to get him out of the way. Wow. Got to get him out of the way. Who's the wife? So I was a hostage. Oops, she's not listening. Mm. But I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of sick of talking about it. Like Kella said, let's. I mean, and this has been this is a cool setup. We had on uh, Saturday we had coordinators and players, and Sunday coordinators and players. Monday today we had the head coaches. So we've had a nice three day run up. It's been fun to cover. And, uh, but boy, we need, it's just kind of a one dimensional game. I hate to say it, but if K State can stop the option, their chances are astronomically better to win. If they can't, it's astronomically more to lose. I mean, it just really comes down to how they defend this.
2: Something I want to bring up real quick is just that uh, it has nothing to do with really the game. And again, I only covered the Snyder era the last year and a half, but just like the fact that I know for you guys who covered it for a very long time, the fact that, you know, you come down here and we get, both the coordinators, and that's like nothing now, but like just how yeah, different... that they, this is. is different. It's just kind of like, meh. It's like, you know, we, when we get the, them every week and you get the other assistants in a row, like just how different that is to come to a bowl game and, this, and getting the coordinators just not
1: being any kind of big deal. Oh, Maddie and I are old enough that we had coordinators in Snyder 1.0, We uh, the Tuesday press conference. We'd request them just like players, and then they'd...
2: But was, of, was it only coordinators? Or no, team? we'd Did have you? coaches. Okay,
1: yeah. so yeah. wow, okay. And then it kind of went south, and then... We never had them again. Mm-hmm. The
3: funniest bowl experience was uh, at the pinstripe bowl when all of us, all our fights got delayed and we couldn't make it there on time for the press comp, for the, the uh, coordinator press conferences,
4: the blizzard of all blizzards. Yeah.
3: They had, uh, Dimil and whoever the defense coordinator was at the time, uh, just sit there and talk to nobody. <laughs> I remember asking Kenny, I was like, Hey, is there any way we could, uh, you know, get that rescheduled for the day we get up there and, you know, move them and well, like talk you can to them. Like a teleconference. We asked her that too. And they, and he was just like, no, no, uh, No contingency plans will be made for you. Yeah,
1: (laughs) you missed your one chance. The Pinstripe (laughs) Bowl, burning hell, Pinstripe Bowl. That just, uh, yeah, I'm glad that's no longer a Big 12 bowl. It's either bad weather, always bad traffic. It's just the amount of expense that you're spending
2: to be up around there with hotels. I know outdoor press box. D. Scott told me that's the only game he's
1: missed in, like, 20 years or something. Yeah, it was the first game I had missed. No, that's not correct. I had missed a uh, Ron Prince game at, at uh, Fresno. I chose to go to Orlando for basketball. I think I chose wisely. Um, and then I missed the Pinstripe Bowl. And that was those were the first games I had missed since uh, the end of the 94 season. I think K-State had the last plane to get into LaGuardia. Oh, it was a mess.
4: On that trip because of the snowstorm. Mm. So yeah. the they made? weren't
3: supposed to land, but Snyder was basically said, we got to land. Now. I don't, I don't <laughs> care how bad it is we're landing. we got to start bull prep.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. it. Uh, r- luckily, Rob Cassidy from our staff was in New York because he's got relatives there. So he was already on the ground. So he just handled it all. We got to the desk of the American counter in the airport, and they said, well, it's going to be two days before we can get you in. We can get you out of here, but you'll be in O'Hare for two days. And I said, I'm going to pass him. Nope.
3: <laughs> I love how dramatic that sounds. It's not like you've got to land this plane. <laughs> <laughs>
1: like a scene from Airplane. It, it, we got to land it. Roger, you go, Roger. You should
3: go talk to some players from that team. They were like Chris Harper. has told stories about being genuinely terrified about <laughs> landing on ice. <laughs> I oh yeah, know. but we're actually talking about the this game now. Right? This game. So anyway, I didn't mean to get us that sidetracked.
2: I just I was just bringing up the point to folks that they just maybe from our perspective don't understand how different it is actually getting to cover a team where you get to talk to coordinator the coordinator. Context
1: and of your coverage is yeah. it's just there's so much more there substance. Mm-hmm. There's such good information, and I really enjoyed talking to the, the Navy coordinators. And of course, Brian Norwood. It was good to see mm-hmm. him. Just a, just a great guy, and I'm glad he ended up at a place he's so familiar with and with the coach he's been i didn't know he'd been friends with the head coach since they were what 10 years old he said so that's very interesting but yeah it's uh it really helps your coverage Mm -hmm. you really get a better feel for things although it's allowed us to ask many people about malcolm perry i've i haven't asked so many questions about a 21 year old boy in my entire life Hmm. man in my entire life
4: so what's the feel? Because I didn't get it till today. What's the feel you guys have regarding the Naval Academy?
1: They're impressive. I mean, it's it really is kind of an honor to meet these guys that have, you know, as uh, Diego Fago said, was it Fago said that it, you know, you you give four years of your life for forty. I mean, you, you go to the academy for four years, then you're set up with a career for 40. I can't imagine making that decision when I'm 18. But these these guys are impressive. Um, but you you notice the size difference. This is one of the first bowl games I remember. K-State is clearly the bigger team. I mean, there's I was talking well, When K-State that. was here last time, that wasn't the case. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. <laughs> Those <laughs> giant, Arkansas
2: giant
4: Arkansas linemen. The second biggest lineman ever. Yeah, that late. was
2: that year they had, like, it was
1: bigger than was most, 6, NFL, 10,
4: most NFL teams. Because they put him right in the middle on PAT and field goal.
1: Yep. I remember, though, Fiesta Bowl before all the crap at the fan back in the day when we walked into the press conference with Ohio State. Yeah. And I just kind of turned around to someone said, we're all going to die. I mean, they, Ohio State was huge compared to everyone else at K-State. and Kind of like with Oregon, too. And I remember UCLA, you know, running by in that bowl game, the— and they were enormous. I mean, like, this is, just a, this is such a physical mismatch. That won't be the case. K-State is clearly the bigger, probably more athletic team, and that's where I think if K-State can handle this option, it's really good for the Wildcats because uh, if they're loyal to the, their assigned duties on every play, they're going to be more physical and faster than the opponent.
2: Well, we've just talked so much about the – you know navy offense for k-state defense i'm i'm really interested to see the k-state offense mainly because in his press conference today you know chris Cl- chris Kleiman said this is the first time they're gonna have all their backs healthy you know since the beginning of the season and,
1: and we I'll, expect do you think we'll see that three back set i hope so i think yeah, so probably for sure and, and You're that's, referring
4: to the inverted one yeah oh i
1: mean yeah. they just haven't run it as much as i expected this year because of the injuries yeah And I I know they ran out some with Jack Stineen, but I just really think it's most effective with Gilbert Brown and Trotter. Because Trotter's a great blocker.
3: I want to see if they throw to Malik Knowles again. Ever? (laughs) Well, I mean, (laughs) yes, that would be uh, nice. But just today, I mean, it seems like he's healthy, you know, healthier than he has been all season two. I
1: was intrigued by that. Their coordinators really didn't note him. You know, their they,
3: players didn't even mention the case they could throw the ball. Like, yeah. if, if there's any sense of trash talk from this game, it's that. They didn't mention Thompson or any kind of vertical game at all.
1: Yeah, they said he's more of a runner than thrower, and I'm like...
3: Well, I thought, who was it? Was it their
1: defensive
2: coordinator? Who Maybe it's Kellogg's, you asked specifically about Youngblood, and then he brought up Youngblood and, and Dalton Schoen. Somebody from Navy, I just know from the transcripts, they were talking about Schoen and, and... Yeah, Youngblood. Yeah, Youngblood. it was their coordinator.
3: So. All their players, all four players, though you asked what stands there or what do you guys need to do be, to be K State, and the answer is identical. We got to stop the run. There's No
1: mention of the pass.
2: I did love that, aside from Perry, the other three players Navy brought offensively were all
1: linemen. <laughs> I know that's pretty funny. None of them were huge. I mean, I went over and talked to the center. Yes, be two fifty. I mean, I don't know what they list him at, but yeah. he wasn't very big. Um, and that's why they cut block.
3: Yeah, that's what I was about to say. That's why they cut block
1: because mm-hmm. they don't have the size
3: to stand up and push you all over the place. That's why they run the option, too.
1: I asked him, I said, do you get tired cut blocking? And he goes, oh, no. Oh, no. They love it. I love it. He goes, because by the second half, you can see the look in their eyes. They're just tired of being cut block. And how horrible would that be for an entire day? Imagine, you know, half of three hours of your life, someone's diving at your feet, diving (laughs) at your knees. It's like, stop it. Stop. Just make it stop. It'd be frustrating when you're trying to write.
2: You're like, hey, I'm trying to write, and you're cutting me at the knees. I, I know. This is just annoying.
1: I know. It would be tough to Old do your catfish. job. fish. catfish. doesn't matter <laughs> right. what you're doing that in that life. That one wasn't
3: as, good. That
1: one, <laughs> was just as good. that one flopped. Oh, gosh. We'll, yeah. we'll just edit throw it throw out. Throw that one back. How
2: about we edit it out? Take
1: no. out
3: the hook. Oh, thanks, Fitz. No, I'm we're going to edit throw it out. that one
1: back in the lake. Do you think K-State will run or throw the ball? I think they're going to end up throwing it a little bit more. I mean, they're going to run the ball, but I think – they probably have some matchups in that Navy secondary they like. Malik Knowles gets 100-plus yards receiving.
3: Whoa. Whoa. That's,
1: that's my prediction.
3: Man,
4: Whoa. K-State K- goes deep on the first play of the game. That'd be something else.
3: Like like Texas. When on their first play. I, I like- do think no matter what they've said, I, I think this is a game where they don't want to win time of possession. I don't think they care about it. Like, for once, just because of the opponent. I think they're fine. As long as they score. they get
1: to score touchdowns. They get, like,
3: yeah. If they, and especially if they get a lead think they're very they would be very happy to go up like 10-0 that
1: puts navy and, in a bind It does. and
3: keep the ball for 20 minutes i think they'd be fine
1: with yeah that. that puts navy in a bind yeah if you get them down you know by a couple scores three scores certainly you start to bring the need to throw the ball a little bit in and that really is not their thing it's their thing when you don't expect it But if you're expecting it, that's not nearly as effective. They there's some similarities if you watch the offenses and how they get about things. I mean, the results, the how the option, all that's different. But they love to sneak those linebackers or those uh, running backs and tight ends behind your linebackers. They just you know you got to keep if if you're got a tight end responsibility, you got to know what he's doing because he'll run right by you if you take your eyes off of him.
4: So you mentioned Navy's OC saying we run just six plays. What's been the most notable thing or two from a K State coach or player in the last couple days.
3: That kind of cracked me up just how annoyed Scotty Hazelton seemed to have to be defending the option again.
1: Oh, I know that yeah. was funny. This was not hey, about I asked at all. him about you know you you've worked so hard this season on being assignment sound and wrapping up with tackling, and now here you are in this game. If you don't do those two things, you're going to be in big trouble. And he said, you know, Klanderman brought that up, that it was the best opponent for us to get get better at what we've not been good at. He goes, well, I don't feel the same way. <laughs> I just hate, I hate doing this. Because they really are going to run. And Klanderman just said it today. He just flat out said it. None of the defensive calls they've made all year will be used in this game. How about that? They are running a different defense than they've run this year. So I'm very interested to see what that will be. Because they have some injuries here. They're down a nickelback. We find out Jonathan Alexander's a game-time decision. Uh, they've got some issues at the guys that you would think would be you know important in those roles. Jonathan Alexander in particular can play a hybrid linebacker safety. I'm just going to be intrigued to see how they line up on defense.
2: Yeah, I think Hazleton's exact quote was, it's, it's followed me around.
1: Yeah, it's,
3: it's like it's a, a
1: haunting. Yeah. I know.
3: He keeps changing jobs and... Keeps getting to defend the option.
1: Yeah, and nobody's talked about it, but uh, Kleiman mentioned it in Manhattan that you know they have two defensive coaches, Wyatt Malone, that came from SMU, and they mm-hmm. play Navy every year, so they've they've seen it too on a regular basis. They've seen this offense. The difference with this offense is Malcolm Perry. He is really special. He's not very big. I knew he wasn't big from watching games, but when I saw him in person, he's who would you compare him to, Gus? Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like Kyler Josh, Mary, I don't Josh, know. no, in size, like Josh Youngblood. I mean, he's not big at all. Maybe a little thicker than Youngblood, but, but yeah, yeah I,
3: I even kind of asked him. I said, I just wondered, how do you, uh, you know, take the beating of running all those times every game? And basically, just said he spends every waking moment in the training room. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I know. It's against the Army, it's hard to get him squared up. You know, it's hard to get him where where you get a full shot at him. That he turns, good, good, good. he dives, he gets out. He's, he's good about stepping out of bounds, um, which I think makes him more elusive because he could step out or, you know, step back into play and really mess with you. And I, I loved watching him against Army. It was beautiful. I mean, if you like that old school offense, because this really is a dinosaur offense, Bill Snyder would love to have run this offense, I bet. It's just, it's really, when it's well done, it's really neat to watch. And... It's going to be a real test for K State. I just want to get this game going, man. In that crappy old press box.
3: <laughs> It'll be a big win if they can get it. They haven't beat a ranked team in a bowl since forever ago.
1: Yeah, I keep forgetting Navy's ranked.
3: Twenty-one, baby.
1: They're a good team. It's going to be an interesting matchup. Two forty-five at the Liberty Bowl. It's on ESPN. If you're at home, a lot of K Stateers here, guys.
2: Oh yeah, everywhere go. I go. I mean, you can't. I mean, you can't miss them.
1: They showed up today, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I think a lot of people post-Christmas were like, yeah, let's go. You know, they hadn't really committed to going, but they saw that there was tickets available. They saw that there's hotels available. Yeah, let's go.
3: They're definitely going to have the crowd advantage. There's not going to be many Navy. Navy, Does Navy have even fans that follow them? I
1: don't know. They don't have media that follows them. There's been one guy that showed up late yesterday, I think, and then uh, their official Navy media people are here. No, other than that, it's going to be a purple stadium, what what fan base is there. Well, let's it, take, it, I was going to
2: say, it definitely struck me that, and I think I was telling this to some of the TV guys who cover K-State, but just, the, just far and away the, the fewest visiting or whatever you know, opponent media core I've ever seen. In it's any odd.
1: Game. You would think, I don't know, I, you just think.
2: At UCLA, game. there was a lot of people you know, from the L.A. market, plus the fact that it was, like it was going to be, was Rosen going to play or was he not? There was a lot of attention on UCLA, even though not like they were a good team, really.
1: Yeah, I I guess there's no reason for the Baltimore media to show mm-hmm. up. I mean, your, your your readership isn't fans. The fans are just kind of national. You know, I had a buddy that served in the Navy. He wasn't wasn't an officer and he goes, "I don't know who to cheer for cuz he's a K State fan." I go, you can to cheer for Their Navy. Their fans don't are you?
4: either parents or former players. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Or yeah, or officers. So it's uh it was interesting, you know, because Another thing that I I spoke to the players about was they have to declare at the end of their first semester of their senior year what part of the Navy, what branch of the Navy they're going to go into. Malcolm Perry's going to be a Marine. No no shock there. The nose tackle, whose name escapes me, said he's going to go into surface warfare. I said, nobody wants to go on the submarines today. He goes, oh, there's guys that want to do the submarines, not me. And I'm like, I'm with you. There's no way I want to go underwater for two months at a time my dad loved it so he did two tours on them oh wow Mm -hmm. yeah that's what my buddy did he was six months down at a time nuclear warhead operator
2: well it's like if you can if you can withstand not seeing land for a long time like once you've been down long enough you know you're
4: not claustrophobic
2: with that too but i'm just saying that you kind of get used to it's like you know it's kind of like walking around in a hotel it's like you're just you kind of walk through the same spaces like if you just don't think about the fact you're underwater Uh, then it's not as difficult as as you would think in that regard. But I know it it just takes a very specific kind of person to be able to to deal with that. And not a big person. If you've ever been on a submarine. Wait, wait, here's a funny little fact, though. And you maybe heard this. Maybe D. Scott mentioned it at some point. You would think it's really terrible for tall people, but they're actually better because they're so used to ducking their heads all the time. So they're actually better on submarines than you would think.
1: Interesting, because those doorways is
3: like "Mm, they're better at
1: what well i mean it it worked out
3: well for david robinson he didn't even have to go on one but i I just meant that like
2: so many people have to get used to the like constant because like i mean the i don't know i duck a lot the the, the doorways are not even i don't know what the the height of it but i'm saying if you're taller you're already used to ducking your head all the time because it comes naturally okay whereas other people who aren't even super tall but like you'd still have to duck your head okay i think they're like five feet the doorways Catfish mm. is rolling today. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just trying to, to make it. up for my, my compass that I'm going to have to bring to the next podcast well, that you guys
1: are going to have to. I, before we take a break, I've got one important <laughs> topic. Um, Memphis barbecue. Uh, oh, no. I I, <laughs> I, I want to try. You agree with me? I Yes. <laughs> I want to try, uh, what is it, Central? Mm-hmm. No, everyone's sure that's talking that's about central barbecue. Here. That's what Ryan Wallace says, Central Barbecue. And even the Memphis people are like, rendezvous's not that good anymore. It was bad. That the ribs last night were bad. I mean, they were just like any guy with a Traeger is gonna do a better job than they did. Heck, like any guy with a, a Is Central down in this neck of the woods then? I think it's, it's a, like a
4: mile
3: that yeah. way.
1: Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he pointed.
3: <laughs> I think <laughs> like, I got it right. Uh, South. That's awesome.
1: I, yeah, I don't even i know what that way is. I'm not sure. I'm, I have no. To me, it's that
2: way. I have no I internal I a compass. compass. <laughs> um, I, think, I think, actually, that's west, because if this is pointing the direction I thought, and I've been parking in this parking garage. Is it's Beale on,
3: Street out there? It's on West Union. It's, right. it's, Pat, it's on the other side of Beale Street. I don't, or whatever know. That I
1: don't is. even know where I'm at.
3: I've been there. Uh, I mean, it's probably better than some other stuff in town. But the thing everybody recommends there is nachos. So what if, if you ditch dish to eat is barbecue nachos? You I mean, come on.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna be the outlier because I'm gonna go find Dyer's Burgers. I'm gonna I want to try that burger. Before I sounds leave. good because I saw them on Food Network years and years ago, and I just got to see if they're what everybody says they are.
3: And they've cooked in the same grease for a hundred years. Yep. Yep. I've been here twice and tried maybe five different barbecue places and. It's just, I'm it's disturbed just, it's fine. by know.
1: the phrase that Love was it. used in the press conference by the CEO or whatever his title is asking Coach Kleiman, does he like his ribs dry or wet? That just bothers me. It's like the word moist. I don't want to have my ribs described as wet. Then how should they be described?
4: Well, dry sounds pretty gross too. Dry no sounds flavor exactly. Yeah, dry sounds like talcum powder.
2: Yeah, well, but I mean, of course, what they're referring to is just dry, meaning more of a rub versus what wet sauce? being with the sauce. I
4: mean, yeah. So you want say- rub or sauce?
1: Yeah, exactly. Okay. Okay. That's what All it right. is. Why are we saying dry or wet?
4: Because it's I, history. Yeah, I don't. I guess the that. thing that
3: kind of annoys me here is they they like don't put the seasoning on while they cook it. They just give it to you and expect you to put it on afterward at the table. That to me is disgusting.
1: It's just weird. The whole thing's weird.
3: Well, I liked it
2: yesterday, actually. So I know I'm the outlier. Well, I didn't have a problem with it. you
3: It was like I, Chili's barbecue to me. I don't think it was that good. <laughs> I, was I don't joking. think it was that good. I've,
2: no disrespect to Chili's, but i like I don't know if I've ever been there in my life. Wow, never I been just, to Chili's. I mean, it's not somewhere that it would be at the top of my list to go to. In
1: the pyramid of chain be restaurants, Chili's is my place. Wow, I, I mean, if I gotta ch- go got to go to a chain restaurant, got good stuff, have any
2: chain restaurant?
1: They've got good stuff. Well, catfish. I mean, like national ones. Like we ate at the Brazilian Steakhouse. That's a chain, but they're not. There's not one in Manhattan. Like I, I would much rather go to Longhorn or Outback. I would take it well, over for a,
4: Outback. For a steak, yeah, but there, there's good stuff that they're, Chili's they're has.
1: Their fajitas
4: are legit. i that really at Chili's at the airport. It's Buffalo okay. chicken salad. They've got good chips yeah. and salsa. Do you
2: know something that really blows people's minds? Uh, I've never been to Chipotle. Oh, my
4: goodness. That's just
2: catfish. God. Come I, on. I, mean, I know all the sorority girls who listen to this are going to be, be devastated. We have, a big well, have you been to Kedoba?
4: He goes to Long John Silver's all the time. I do like Long John Silver's. Thank oh, you. boy. Get, but, get the extra crunchies. <laughs> I like Ooh, the, the
2: crumbs, man. That
3: sounds good. I like right now.
4: the um, oh, what's the uh, dude? We only have X amount of time for this. Oh, you're, well, hold on.
3: You can talk th- to us for ten minutes, but Qdoba, I've had it. I've and... had it
2: because K State serves it at the media stuff, and I enjoy it. That's well,
3: good. Then go eat both.
2: I pro- well probably like, there's not like any kind of controversy. I have. But I just have never
1: never gone. Yeah, you time. might want to practice eating a burrito. Because they're not like the little burrito you get at a typical restaurant. They're like they're going to explode at any moment. You, there's an art to eat. Get a double wrap.
2: Wait, just because we've gone so far down this rabbit hole, I just want to know because you got double wraps.
4: Yeah. You, you eat the I, double no, tortillas. I, no, 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 I get the bowl. Yeah, because I'm a, the I'm a tortilla guy. takes up space.
2: No, I'm just saying that since we've already gone this far down this rabbit hole, and you guys have been here for as long as this kind of thing first came out, before I got to K-State, there was always that thing about, like, Bill Snyder eats Taco Bell all the time. Is that just a complete, that was blown out of proportion, like, one story? Yeah, I think so. He did
3: eat there a lot. But he did. Oh, okay. I, mean, because I just didn't know by, if it, yeah.
1: it's, you know, the closest restaurant that isn't, like, a burger joint to the to the football yeah, office. The, the it, west side Taco
4: Bell. Yeah, and then he, he would swing back up to that child and go home. home. And it was late at night, so there's only like three people in town that would have seen him. Oh, okay.
2: I just didn't know if that was one of those things that was more of like someone wrote one thing in an article and then it took on a life of its own. Like did he It eat? did. That's exactly what okay. happened. But he
1: did eat. Oh, okay. He did eat Taco Bell. People told
3: me his favorite fast food was actually Chick-fil-A. Huh.
1: Well, like, yeah. Yeah. If- I bet your catfish likes Chick Fil A. <laughs> I do like Chick Fil A. Yeah, I, I, I more to, catfish. I do
2: like I do like Popeyes a lot.
1: You're very southern. You have this affinity to southern things. I do. Yeah, I do. We discussed hitting a uh, what is it? Cookout? Jumbo oh, cookout. Yeah. Jambalaya
4: sure. or gumbo? Is there a, a cookout out here?
1: Yeah. Apparently, it's a cookout down the road somewhere. <laughs>
4: Some, which way? I don't know. Zach's <laughs> got it.
1: Zach Carlson's got it. Zoned in. He knows uh,
2: I'll it. just say that if you've have you ever been there. Cookout, no. Okay. I, I would just say that. Has Zach, is anyone on your side? Yeah, they did it. when. Well, it, hopefully what they described it as. It's not great qual- quality necessarily, but you get a lot of bang for
1: your buck. Right. That's what they said. They said it's just ridiculous. You can get, I mean, you can get anything.
2: Like a burger and chicken sandwich and corn a cup of chili or that. corn dog for yeah. like $5. The, this I'm
4: place is sure. in Starkville? Yeah, it's a yeah. chain
2: down in the south. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. cookout.
4: It's okay, a no, yeah, North Carolina-based
2: uh, place, and they've kind of continued to expand into a lot of the college towns here in the South.
1: So we're way down the rabbit hole. We folks. are, yeah. No, folks this are getting an expanded this final is what people. 2019. Hey, just, yeah. Just let, say whatever you want. Let's at this point. just Nobody's remember
2: that. that I, I, I recommended that place in Starkville, which I totally remember and have not forgotten again. That people
1: enjoyed going to. Restaurant Tyler.
2: Restaurant Tyler. That's I, I'm glad you remembered because it's Tyler and Green it seems River's like people ap- appreciated it. It was, and everyone loved it. Matt's <laughs> <So, laughs> like, Catfish has terrible taste after that one restaurant, where K-State ate at, by the way. Uh, Ryan Lackey and Kenny Lanou, the part of the K-State staff here, you know, they mentioned how good it was. But they had eaten I did not eat
4: there. I ate at the burger joint Friday night. That is
2: right. No, you told me Bulldog Burger, right? Great. That ended up being
4: pretty good. Bulldog Burger mm-hmm. Company.
1: Mm. We're going to reset. Yes. This is the Powercat Insiders Podcast brought to you by Commerce Bank. Uh, we're going to take a break. You might want to get a beer.
0: Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We now send it back to Fitz in the WTC gig-powered studios.
1: Welcome back to the PowerCat Insiders podcast. I'm not sure you gleaned anything from the first half other than... Malcolm Perry is a good football player, and K-State
4: needs to stop him. And one of the great things about traveling around doing what we do is finding the great
1: places to eat. Yeah, it really is. It's kind of part of our culture, sports writers. We, I know our friend Jason King has, you know, hits barbecue all over the place, all over the place. Um, and you know, it's just kind of a fun thing to do in this industry. I'm not as wild as I used to be. I used to kind of get after it there, Ryan. I know you're surprised. mean at the restaurants, bars. Oh, oh, oh! Just life in general. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, One night, D. Scott Fritch and I, who are rooming together, we're both in bed by ten.
3: It's a sad, sad thing. There's nothing wrong with that. Riley made me feel extremely old the other day when I was uh, telling people I was proud that I stayed out until ten thirty on Bill Street the other night, and he said he did not go out on Bill Street until eleven.
1: And they got back at 3.30. Yeah.
3: So, so goodness.
1: We are sponsored by Commerce Bank. Whatever financial challenges come
4: your way, Commerce Bank can help. Commerce Bank challenge accepted, and Happy New Year.
1: Happy New Year to you. Yep. This is going to be weird. The game will be over in, like, 30 minutes. 15. 15. <laughs> Somehow they're going to put it 16 minutes of playtime <laughs> into 15 minutes of real time. I don't know how it's going to work out, but the clock may never stop. Um. It, will, it should be a quick game. It really should, unless K-State goes past happy and stops the clock lock. It should be under three hours. We'll get our work done, and we'll actually be able to go out on New Year's Eve. I don't know that I will, getting back to the fact that I'm not fun anymore, but the opportunity will be there for me to go to Beale Street, which is about, what, three-quarters of a mile, half a mile away from here. Just Two blocks, back. isn't it? It's a little farther than that. Okay. It's a little farther than you think it is. I want to know what the
4: final catfish rant is of 2019. Do you have a rant? Uh, I
0: mean, discuss- I don't know if
2: I've already done this one before, but, man, guys, I just – I get so – just – I just what? cannot even tell you how frustrated I oh, okay. get. okay. I think Which is people who just ride in the left lane. It, it oh. drives me insane. It drives me insane because you've just got so many airheads out on the road who I don't know how – and the thing I couldn't believe – well, I mean, no, I shouldn't. Let me raise it up. Not that I don't believe it. Just on my drive here from Georgia to the game, just how many people are constantly texting and driving? Everywhere. Hmm? Just it, it's like I'm like, there's nothing in my life that's so important that I need to be looking at my phone while I'm driving. I'm.
1: It just. I, I want to start a Twitter account called uh, Death Penalty Driving. I think there should be things that are death penalty offenses, other than murder and that kind of thing. Yeah. Like driving in the left lane.
2: Yes. I think it's much more dangerous than speeding. Uh, Kels, I'm not I,
1: saying that. I know you think that's extreme, but I'm telling because you. Because you know
2: what? At least speeding, I do not upset the flow of commerce in this country. When you're riding the left lane, you yeah. are holding people up. And, and if I- you if you need to do that, then get out of the car, talk on your phone, do, or get on this, You know, whatever you're doing. Just get off the road. Yeah. Stop being an idiot.
1: See, Kellis, my theory on this is if you take a couple people and publicly – Hang them for driving (laughs) the left lane. Yeah. The problem will be solved. Hang them in.
3: Like they used to do with piracy. Exactly. (laughs) In the middle of the street
2: so everyone can see this is what happens to you.
1: People, the guy that sits at the green light long enough for it to turn yellow and then they speed through and screw everyone behind him, dead. Do one of them, too.
4: Oh, I 100% agree. Sell tickets at Town Square and go from there. I mean, I I just,
2: because the other thing is, too, is like, you know what, it also shows how self-absorbed you are. That you're like, oh, I can just sit here and do what I'm doing and hold up other people and not even care.
1: I have done that by accident, but as soon as someone comes up on me or passes me, I'm like, oh crap, I get over. If I pass you on the right and you stay in the left lane, you Oh, I did that ass. on my drive over here this
2: morning. This
1: old guy in this truck with his
2: construction material just puttering along, and I'm like, I don't even know why you're in the left lane. Like, you're not passing anybody.
4: Just smoother. Did you honk? Did you. I mean, up, I, told
2: him I, thought, I told him I thought he was number one in my rearview mirror. Yeah! Wow. That's what I, why like I told him. I told him, you're number one. Maybe he didn't use my index finger, but that's what I told him. Man, catfish. Right. But the last thing I'll yeah. say on that is also just like, you know what? When you're, let, let's say, what, 99% of the time, these people are texting on their phones like, hey, Stacy, I'm about to be there. Oh my God, girl, blah, 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 blah. You know what? You're not about to, to, to stop some nuclear attack on the country, you're not that important. <laughs> Shut up and drive
1: Stacy might want to know Where they're at
3: Just shut up and drive That's if they're di- texting They're not talking They don't really need to shut up he,
2: You know what I'm Well you know <laughs> in, a, in, a, in a metaphorical sense Good working here Or good, yeah. good work here It's, it's like a good rant oh, you, know, you know what bugs me I just me? hate that I've probably Done that one before But it's like it just, no, yeah. It's such a constant thing In my life That I just feel like It's There's not really A lot of other things That upset me But that's that's one of them For sure
3: Can I say something That grinds my gears Sure People please. who send Christmas cards and put in the apostrophe in their name, like Merry Christmas from the Fitzgeralds. Needlessly yeah, like putting in the apostrophe, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I see it at least half the families of semi Christmas cards. Merry But you're saying Merry Christmas it, from the uh, Fitzgerald's possessive.
2: Okay, and that's again not people who have a last name that ends with S. You're saying they add it in.
3: Uh huh, yeah. 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 Instead they're not of being plural, they do a possessive and they're uh, yeah.
4: possessing it. Well.
2: Did you see the uh, I should work around it's, that by just
4: saying from the Fitzgerald family. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah the there you go. That's all you do.
2: Kellis, do, you, or do you guys have an opinion Have you seen that, I guess, the AP is thinking about changing the possessive with S to making it Fitzgerald's is would so be S apostrophe S?
0: Ugh. Like
2: they're thinking about doing that? Yeah. Uh, yeah I, I think they're thinking that.
1: about making it an acceptable option. And it it should not be an acceptable option.
2: We have this conspiracy theory at the Manhattan Mercury <laughs> that the reason that
3: a- so this is a K State sports podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, that the, right. the,
2: the AP does this so they can sell more style books. <laughs> because if you're not constantly changing it, then why Ooh. would you have to buy a new one? I still hate the percent change. Like where now you put a percent signs. I'm not the, doing uh, it. Uh, yeah, I, I I don't. But I've we turned just, into
1: that old guy. Yeah, I'm not doing it.
2: We only do it because there's just so much other stuff that we run the paper. This AP, it would look weird if we're spilling it out and AP oh, is putting true. percent on everything.
1: Yeah, that's the great thing about what we do. We get to get make to do own style.
2: See, I know this is the con- this is the content people are tuned in for. I know
1: the
3: AP style.
1: I don't know. Just a lot of stuff. people. We probably want to get into fonts and color. <laughs> yeah, codes. Matt.
3: What's your favorite font? What do you, what's your go-to when you sit down to <laughs> the He's gonna say the cat script font. <laughs> <laughs> because he's paid. He's, get, he's like getting the paycheck.
1: Seem like a Times New Roman guy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> well Nothing said. fancy. Just old school, like from
4: Rome. You'd have to bring it up right now. There's three or four I like. But oh, Times New three. Roman.
2: Yeah. Folks who are listening to this, please look up if you've never seen the skit about papyrus. That font. That's the one from Avatar. SNL did a great skit with Ryan Gosling a couple of years ago. It's it it is one of the funniest things I've ever seen. It is so, and Ryan Gosling is great in it.
1: I'm a kudos to him. Uh, Do we have anything more to talk about with the actual (laughs) Liberty Bowl (laughs) game? Because I'm kind of we haven't given score predictions. Oh, we we could do that. I've done my score prediction. I think Casey's going to win this game easily. uh, I don't think you beat Navy easily. When Notre Dame did. Um, well, and Notre Dame's pretty good. Yeah. Um, Notre Dame also plays
3: them every year. Yeah, yeah well, they
1: see it every year. I do think K-State, with that added preparation time and coaches who understand how to do this, they will win this game. I, I pick 31-21 in my predictions.
3: I think they win on a Blake
1: Lynch field goal. Like it.
3: Like a last-second like game winner? No, I mean last minute. Oh, Maybe okay. they give it back to Navy with a minute to go and they yeah. panic with the... Trying to throw the ball or something. But. Cats
4: by thirteen.
1: Well, I think thirty-one twenty-eight. K-State. Well, you guys are thinking a good game. We're all think K-State's going to win. I find that interesting. I, I haven't quite understood the line. I mean, Navy played two really good teams this year. Uh, Memphis just they couldn't stop them, and then Notre Dame just took them apart. Um, I think there's more similarities to Notre Dame with K-State. I guess it's not that good, but I think the physicality and speed—if they handle the option right—there will be a notable difference. I think special teams will be a big difference in this game. I'm intrigued to see how Navy handles the return game, because if you're an academy, we already talked about—you got smaller guys. You won't probably got—you got fewer guys that can probably get down the field and cover. So, it, won't even kick it deep. I know they'll just be squibbing it and. So, um, I'm sure K State's got to defend. Well, I mean, I could it. see
3: it going either way because we've never seen them defend the option before. If it doesn't go well and Navy's the one that jumps out to a lead, I mean, I could very easily see Navy winning. But for me, even though they've never seen it before, they've spent the whole month working on this. I know. It's one thing. It's not like they're going to come out and surprise them with anything. And even though they are mixing things up and they say they're going to have a new package out there, they've been focusing on one thing every single practice. Uh, And nothing else has really surprised Scotty Hazleton this season. I I think they'll be able to handle it.
1: That's kind of the way I feel.
3: Well,
2: it's like you have said, Fitz. I mean, just at every position, I mean, top to bottom, K-State's the better team as they should be, Power 5 school. Uh, And if they play like they should, they should win. I mean, because this will be the best team Navy's seen uh, certainly outside of Notre Dame, I guess it just depends on how good you think Memphis is to whether K-State could could, could beat them or not. Yeah. Maybe
3: the one thing to worry about is K-State hasn't played good coming off byes this year. That's true. With time I'm off in between, between games. They lost both games, right?
2: I believe
1: so.
3: Yeah. Well, because
2: yeah, the first one was uh, Oklahoma State. Right. The second yeah, one like was...
3: Baylor, right?
2: No, no. Oh, no. The other one would have been they beat TCU. That's correct. October okay. 12th. Right. They didn't play well, though. Yeah, they didn't look great in that yeah, game. Yeah, they won, but they did not play well in that game. I don't know. Max Duggan is still running on that one touchdown.
1: I I thought he was going to force Gump the damn thing and just go out the tunnel and keep going. Do a Bo Jackson. Yeah, just keep going. That's
2: still one of the craziest. It just doesn't even look real when you watch it, like how slow he was running and still scored.
1: (laughs) I know. And that honestly, that kind of play concerns me with K-State when they just kind of lost track of him Mm -hmm. and – and everyone's like, oh, he's running by us. <laughs> that does concern me. But this team's come a long ways. It's been yeah. a remarkable season. When you lose to a West Virginia and you still go 8-4, and four, mm-hmm. man, I I think there's just real promise here if they can um, get an offensive line for next year. The Lions are a concern for next year. You know, we'll D tackle and the entire offensive line. Were you guys
2: surprised by that question in the press conference? The guy asked, Kleiman. Does the Oklahoma getting beat like they did by LSU
1: yeah. tarnish your win? Like Less than what lessen it? What
2: the world? Like
1: <laughs> No. Not
2: at the time they beat him, Oklahoma hadn't lost. I,
1: I know him and I respect him tremendously. It was a horrible question. Like, did he think Klein would say, Yeah, it does not count now?
3: <laughs> yeah, just
1: ta- no, yeah, take the win
3: away. Yeah. We should be uh,
1: We well, thought we well, were good, I, but then someone else beat Oklahoma. Well I don't think
3: anyone at Kansas State's lining up to play LSU anytime soon, but God, help no, us. no, it shouldn't diminish anything. Come on. It was yeah, it looks like maybe it's if he just worded the
1: question better. Let's it's, talk about this, yeah. the, the Big 12 and the Bulls so far. <coughs> Iowa State was a mismatch with Notre Dame. Oklahoma uh, was, was a, a, mismatch, was with a LSU. mismatch with LSU. It, in defense of Oklahoma, I think anyone outside of those top three teams, the other two of those three teams, is a mismatch for LSU when they play like that. Joe Burrow was just on the money with everything he threw.
3: Yeah, Well, nobody stopped that offense all year. I mean, Texas kind of came closest. At least they scored against them. They just never could get a stop.
4: I don't remember how long we'd been doing this this season, if it was quite the midway point. But I remember uh, just after watching LSU a couple times, to me that was the story of the year in college football because of what they had done in years past offensively. Whoa. I mean, you think about what Alabama has been and has done in the last few years, this LSU team would thump – those previous Alabama teams. They got some dudes now in a lot of places.
3: Makes Les Miles look
4: good. Man, mm.
1: it's,
4: <laughs> it's incredible to watch. Well, the dudes he had there are a lot different than the dudes he's got now or he's going to get coming up in the next few years.
1: Mm. Well, Clemson Challenge... Whoa,
4: don't even try to tell me Les Miles is going to get those kind of dudes in Lawrence. But no, you're saying, but what he used to have... He had Jarvis you know, Landry and Odell Beckham on the same team. No, I'm saying the dudes that he had are vastly different than what oh, he has oh, I'm sorry, now. Oh, I thought you meant
2: what he had. At what LSU. he's going to yeah. get? I didn't oh, know where you are going with that yeah, one. I got like, confused. I'm like, well, no. dude, they had a lot yeah. of talent. You know, Dwayne Bowe. It's
1: a lot called. easier to coach when you got really good players.
2: Yeah. What was your question going to be,
1: defense? I don't know. Big 12 in the postseason. No, I
2: thought it was before. Oklahoma State
1: gave one away. Yeah, I I didn't like. I mean, they're. They're down two of their three parts. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I didn't – I kind of feel bad for them. It's a little Not
4: different for me now when you have the guys that sit out. That start was, working on the NFL prep. That's, that's what takes a little bit of the edge off of bowl season these days.
1: I heard a great – one of the commentators said I was – he was talking to NFL scouts. they said, oh, they don't hold it against them if they don't play. But they do like it when they do play. I'm like, hold on. So they do kind of <laughs> hold it against the guys. They just give extra credit to the guys that do play. Didn't hurt Christian
2: McCaffrey, yeah, not playing. Yeah. Didn't it's hurt Leonard Fournette, but he's on kind of a train wreck of an
1: organization right now with the Jaguars. But. Every circumstance is different. I mean, I was glad Chuba Hupper played.
2: Oh, yeah. I mm. love
1: that. He was my second vote in the eyes. I boat. hope he doesn't play next year. <laughs> no, I know. Clemson will challenge them, I think, though, for sure. We do. I This
2: I don't. is the exact same narrative last year, guys. What I was trying to tell Corbin McGuire, everyone's like Alabama's the greatest team of all time. They've won every game by fourteen plus. No one's done that since '95. Nebraska, Clemson's going to get destroyed. Blah 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 blah. And then Clemson waxed them. Clemson waxed them. And then oh, and then okay, here I'm gonna hear the oh they're playing in New Orleans. Guess what happened last time LSU played in New Orleans the National Championship game?
4: Got thumped
2: twenty-one zip by Alabama. A lot of people went, very ho- went home very sad after that game. I'm not saying Clemson's going to win, but I would be absolutely flabbergasted if they get beat like Oklahoma just did. My, guys, this is what I try to tell people all season. Like, you know, all these people that are just stupid who are like, well, Clemson didn't play anybody. They're going to actually face somebody real and get beat. Th- this team is like the 4 Lakers. Like back when L.A. just said, forget the regular season, we'll turn on the playoffs. There's a reason Clemson's won 29 straight games. This, this team knows how to win. Yeah, they're good. They knew they caught some breaks against Ohio State, but they won. They took advantage. And I trust you know Dabo as a coach a lot more. And I tr- trust Coach O just in terms of just you know in game decisions. I'll say that. So we'll see. I'm not saying. I mean, everyone's gonna say saying that Ryan's gonna pick Clemson. I'm just saying that it is not gonna be LSU 55-19 or something. It's, it's not. It's not going to happen.
1: We'll see. But I do think?
2: How I about guess. the story
1: that came out uh, that? Joe Burrow wanted to transfer to Nebraska and he was told that he wasn't good enough, athletic enough. Yeah,
3: good call. Good call there by Scott Frost.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of the great story, the Stan Parrish story. when he's at K State went to scout a running back that nobody yeah. was recruiting in Wichita. And yep, short. Came, yeah, came back and said he's a step too, too slow and a bit too short. Too short. He'll never play at Those this point. That's Barry level. Sanders. That's Barry Sanders. Yep. Barry Sanders could have ended up at Kansas State if. Stan Perry should had evaluated him properly.
0: Well, I, mean, I thought
3: you were going to say the time that uh, Bill Snyder sent LaDainian Tomlinson
1: home from a recruiting trip because he, he fell asleep in his, his office.
3: That might have been a player to overlook that with.
1: I know. <laughs> I, I, well, I heard the same thing happened with uh, Travis Kelsey when he interviewed the Chiefs. He fell asleep. They went ahead and picked him. <laughs> Look
3: what happened. That's got to be a, a sign of ultimate uh, that you're a real badass. If well, you're so good you can fall asleep during a meeting. <laughs> with the prospective employer, this let's, guy's got to be hot. Let's be honest; <laughs> he let's doesn't even be, need to stay awake for his. I interview. saw that. I we've saw that. All, <laughs> yeah.
1: We've all been through a Bill Snyder press conference, <laughs> and at some point, we caught ourselves. Oh no! I just think I fell asleep. He just kind of has. He just lulls you to sleep with that monotone, and he talks, talks, and talks, and then you go back and realize he didn't say anything. It was magic. Well, I mean, it was, I saw it that. that yeah.
2: Belichick recently shared a story. That's what happened with Gronk, and they drafted him anyway too. When he came on one of their pre-draft visits. all that just fits in with Gronk. I'm sure
1: they... It was been, Gronk. I yeah, totally screwed up Like B-
2: right. literally told that story to NFL Network. It was like, yeah, Gronk fell asleep on our floor, but, you know, hey, <laughs> what are you going to do? That's, that's him. That's so Gronk. No, I mean, that fits in with his personality. He hung over. But, but what... I, just, I, I don't know. Was, what I mean, was LT known as some kind of can't-miss guy at the time, and yeah. Snyder still just mm-hmm. said... Okay, well... Then, and he
1: was he, probably going to come here and then... And run track two, I believe. Yeah. No way. And well, then he just dozed off in his one-on-one with Bill Wow. Well.
2: Because what then that meant, I'm just trying to remember, that he would have joined, like, the 98 team. What, didn't he play know. at TC from, like, 99 to uh, 98 to 01?
3: Yeah, that sounds about right.
1: I guess it was getting players back in the day. I mean, that 98 team, when you go back and look at it, there were some dudes. There were some dudes. And when you consider the best dude really never caught on the NFL, being Michael Bishop, there were still some, a lot of players that played in the league. And Darren Howard played forever. Mm-hmm.
2: And I understand, guys, it's easy to pile on frost right now, but at the same time, couldn't you say the same thing about Ohio State telling Burrow to hit the road? I mean, they didn't see this either. I mean, no. It's always easy to say now when he's on the Heisman. But it's like if he was that good Ohio State, would say, no, we can't let you go. Please see, stay.
1: you're letting logic into I know. This. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> and
2: I know, obviously, the, the, anything knocking Nebraska would case. Got it. Always, That's, you got you know, it. That's yeah, it.
1: Yeah, yeah. I understand. I understand. So we're having an event uh, tonight down at uh, Jerry Louis Lee Lewis uh, Cafe. That's and an awesome talk. name. Love it. Uh, Will you let him talk? You can't bring your <laughs> underage cousin to this event. Oh. <laughs> I know. Jerry In Lewis the South. Man, I know. That's, that's wrong. Um, and um, the owner there, excuse me, the manager there, she goes, what should we load up on? I said, well, probably Bud Light. And I mean, if I remember our old days of cat game day, we ran a lot of bars out of Bud Light. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, thank God it's not Bush Light like the Iowa State fans They're just famous for their Bush Light. Hmm. She said another bar owner loaded up on Bush Light and was illegally selling cases of Bush Light to fans in the street. Just making huge profits off of this.
3: I saw that you retweeted the thing. What a sad existence
1: to be known for.
2: I saw you retweeted the thing about them defending KC like Constantinople. I like that tweet. Rob Cassidy, one of the
1: greatest tweets ever. If If the United States has ever invaded, Kansas City will be the last city to fall because Iowa State fans will defend it like Constantinople. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so true. Great way to wrap up the year. Let's talk hoops real quick, yeah. though. Let's. Uh, K-State got off the the losing ways. They still didn't look great, but they did beat Tulsa. Thank God. First was, time in 20 years. I was gonna, oh, my God. I was Nobody gonna, beats Bruce Weber three times in a row. I, I thought, you know... Riley Gates said, "Do they have to print up a banner for Tulsa and hang it in Bramlage if they get the oh, trifecta geez. sweep? Because that was an annoying two losses because they were so inept against Tulsa Ugh. the first two times. It, ugly games to watch. Oh, they were ugly. This one was better. K State shot it well. Cardi Jada played extremely well. Twenty five, I believe. Shot it well later.
4: Shot did not shoot it well at all early. Yeah. Well, he down sixteen to three and." Mm-hmm. They hadn't hit a th- three, and then they started falling, and K-State's defense turned some things into offense, and lo and behold, there was not a call made at the end of the game, and K-State won.
1: The three of us were here uh, watching as best we could on ESPN+. Plus. Um,
4: <laughs> I noticed that on Twitter.
1: Uh, yeah, there were some problems yeah. people were having. Uh, I was. I had no problem with the stream on my phone. Shout out to Missy Heidrick-Decker. Decker Hydrick. For a great job on color. You had the radio call with Smoller. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry you had to do that with him. But. Crosses we all have to do. I know. <laughs> uh, th- they had to have that, man. Oh, yeah. They could not go at the end of the year at 6 and 6. The
4: most interesting thing that was said yesterday was in pregame. Apparently, Brad Corn, the assistant who had the scout, used the word desperation. Well, Bruce didn't like that word and said, you know, um, Oh, pfft, the word just vanished. Um, urgency? Or, thank you. Sense of urgency. Well, if it wasn't desperation, it was on the doorstep, and they got out of there with the win, and they needed it. Uh, you know, no Antonio Gordon. He had the flu. Not that that necessarily was a huge factor, but maybe body. Threw, threw him off threw him off stride a little bit. Um, you know, Cartier hit shots. He still made some... Mistakes. He shot a couple of air balls. Fired a pass from sixty feet off the backboard. Xavier Steed. Uh, you you still can tell he's
1: trying to carry as much mm-hmm. of the load as he can. The one I appreciate is one Gordon and how well he's playing defense. Mm-hmm. He's completely bought in on the defensive thing.
4: Yep. He's, he's not aggressive. scoring it really very well, but he's he's getting after it. He's playing like a
1: freshman. Yeah. But
4: when well, he gets after, it. that's
1: fine. That's right. Uh, It's when your senior center is playing like a freshman. It's frustrating. Um, So the much-needed win for Kansas State as they get ready to open Big 12 play at Oklahoma. This isn't a very good team. I mean, it just isn't. They just haven't meshed very well. But maybe we'll see some signs of life here. I don't know. They had to have that. Oklahoma's a good place to start.
3: Well, last night's game, the thing that struck me most, not only did they make some big plays in crunch time, which we have not seen all year, uh, their Big 3 actually played mm-hmm. decent games together. Even yep. Mayween had nine, and seven, I was gonna say nine a, and seven. A big big block. Uh, you know, had some officials helping him out there, but still counts. Jada twenty five, Sneed twenty, right? Or, 18, or close to I it, eighteen. Yeah. So I mean that's what really what they've been missing. It, you know, normally, normally it's one of those guys or zero of those guys yeah. playing good games. Yeah. So I think if they can get more of that, then, you know, maybe they can make a run at I don't know. Six I know. Maybe seven conference wins? I don't know. You're not Ken, even giving them a shot at, at Ken, 500. Ken Palm's only got them winning 13 games all year. Wow. Last night, to show you how bad it's been this year, last night was by far their best win. Ken Palm rating number 119 for Tulsa. It's their first top 150 win all So
1: they've year. got seven wins between the Big 12 and Alabama. Six more wins according to Ken Palm. That's interesting. That might be five Big 12. That's projecting
3: a win at Alabama? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh. They, the only game... They're only favored in like two more games, period. Mm. In and that's TCU. TCU? TCU in Texas at home. Hmm. Mm. I mean, Ken, I mean, you know, Ken Pomps for Nerds doesn't dictate exactly how things are going to go. But when you're only projected to win that few games, it shows you how things are going.
2: My only thought on on Tolson, Kelly hopefully you'll remember this, was the, two, the game two years ago in Wichita where they shot, it was like four for 25 from three, but then they <laughs> yes. had like a scoring error, and at the end of the game it said four for 26. That's right. And then we got That's to right. do the press conference, and I look at it, it says four for 27. And I'm like, they were so bad, they kept missing shots after the buzzer. <laughs> <laughs> and Tom Gilbert, the SID, just said, well, no, this this uh, system we were using, this was kind of messed up. But it's, it was just a thing that I'll always that remember. was funny. Because it's like they just kept adding on more misses
3: after well, the and, final buzzer. And honestly, it probably shows that they're going to have a bad year because <clears throat> they beat Tulsa. Their best year is coming right? They, lose been losing, it, they yeah, been losing lost and got
4: to the Elite Eight. And then,
3: and lost, then lost and won, the Big, won the Big 12. I mean, that's like, I don't know, their good luck charm. They ruined it last night. They lose that game, they probably go undefeated in Big 12. Play. That, that's you know, exactly that, what would happen. That is what they, they needed, that one more loss from Tulsa to, to really change the fortune.
4: And uh, your West Virginia, who beats Ohio State handily, and then you open in Lawrence.
0: Cahoo's
4: mm-hmm. really oh, that'll
0: good. That would be a good game. Cahoo's
4: really, really good. Uh, and guess where, uh, if I'm not mistaken... The West Virginia KU game is on Big 12 now on ESPN+. It's not mm. even on. You're right,
3: it is ESPN+. Wow. Plus. Two hmm. top 20 teams. <laughs> yeah, they're already mad about it in Lawrence. They and, should be. And Morgantown.
1: That game should be nationally televised. You know, I, I feel badly that I didn't fully understand the degree of problems this was gonna fans in rural areas were going to have. You know, not being in a rural area, I didn't understand the scope of how difficult it is to stream when, you know, your, your Internet's coming in over a cell tower, and people are really struggling with it.
3: The thing that uh, confuses me about it is can you stream it in bars? Or are you not allowed to? There's really no... I know you're not supposed to, but some places do it. I think that's the most confusing thing. And, Technically, and that's really no. what they need if you want... If you're going to tele- televise these games, you at least have to be able to show them in public places. I uh, think that's the thing they got to fix.
1: Yeah, I think that was... Uh, how they didn't understand that when they signed this contract? I mean, the rule is no. But basically, ESPN Plus said we've we really only. i think the
3: Officials b- encourage me to tell people that there's no one's going to right. They're only really worried doing about doing their it.
1: UFC contract. Right. That's all they're really worried about protecting. They don't want bars showing their fights. Mm-hmm. Um. But they better figure that out. They better figure it out. Even if it's a, you know, a just a simple charge for the bar. I don't know. Based on, you know, DirecTV does occupancy and they got to figure it out. But uh, it's, it's not gone as well as they hoped. But it, it also, <clears throat> they're on the, the front wave of this. And so they're fighting fights here that others will not have to fight because fans will have a better understanding of this when the time comes. I think the whole Disney Plus, ESPN Plus, Hulu package helps. A lot more people are probably oh, right. losing catfish here. No, probably. Just, I
3: was just stretching. Able He's taking to Taking a nap on us, Bill Snyder. No, uh, Daniel uh, Tomlinson uh, yeah. style.
1: And it's my bed, too. <laughs> <laughs> right? Whose bed is that? That's D. Scott oh, over is, there. Yeah. That's a nest. Where's the wife? The wife doesn't come on these things. This is work, man. Oh, that's for,
2: oh right. Sorry. Yeah. This is yeah. work.
1: Speaking of which, we've got to wrap up this podcast because I need to go have a drink.
3: <laughs> Same here.
1: <laughs> I head down to Jerry Lee Lewis. There's a, there's a couple bars that are having K State events tonight. Uh, Silky yeah. O'Sullivan's or friends at Manhattan Broadcasting are there. We're down the road at uh, Jerry Lee Lewis.
2: Silky O'Sullivan's. That's the place that has that crazy diver drink, right? It's like some big know. giant. I saw it on one of those Travel Channel shows. It's like a okay. big. Like you right. drink it out of like a one of
4: those um trash cans. No,
3: nah, I don't think it's trash. What, they, what is- they had big hurricanes when I was there the other day. I think that's maybe what you're talking about.
4: Stay away from those big, catfish. Big glass. It's uh, just I've it's had a just couple of those, red sugar. those I mean,
3: fish
2: bowl things in Manhattan, wherever that is, and that stuff can Right.
4: Stay away from what you you're talking about tonight. Diabetes. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
1: that too, I it's, guess. A, it's a race that's between a lo- drunk and
2: diabetes. That's a long-term
1: uh, kind of worry for sure. Yeah. Um, at a bar named Alfred's is the Navy bar. Hmm. There'll be no one in it. Um, so felt like what I called them and said, where's the Navy bar? And I go, well, good luck with that. Because there's no, I haven't seen a single Navy fan.
2: No, nah, I mean, I haven't either. No, but like I said, it's impossible to miss all the, well, all the purple walking around the A lot of
1: purple. So if you're down on Beale Street, there will be a lot of places mm-hmm. where you can get into great music, great food. Mm-hmm. Um, but be safe. Be smart about where you're at in Memphis. Watch out for the homeless. Yeah, They're pretty aggressive. Yeah, it, it is.
2: Oh man, touche. Well, so I, I actually have a story about this. Real quick. Okay, so here we I, go. I put in the wrong. I put. I look, okay, thank you guys. So I'm driving here to the, to the Holiday Inn Was in the left is lane. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, shoot. So I, I just gave drove, away the I drove room. Ten fifteenth oh, Holiday to, Inn to the Media Hotel, and I put in the wrong property. And it took me to a different hotel. I'm like, wait a second. This cannot be the media hotel because there's only three floors. (laughs) That's uh, that's my tip-off because I'm like, well, there can't be a 15th floor thing for media if there's not even three floors. And and so I stopped real quick to figure out where I was at. And this this homeless guy pushing a shopping cart kind of came up to me, and this always so sounded like, <laughs> and so Hello, gave, sir,
1: you look very nice yeah, yeah. today. Well, Can and, I have a so, twenty dollar bill? And so
2: I did give him a little bit of money, oh, but he catfish. But, but it wasn't that much. I mean, it was it was a few dollars, and is all I heard him say was couldn't give me a couple of fives, and I'm like, wow, that is. Yeah, like, I just gave you some money. Like you should be happy. I you just gave followed you it
4: a with a happy New Year and went about your business. I mean, pretty right?
2: much.
3: He then walked into the hotel, I guess, to badger them about
4: money. Too, nice. So, but I just. <laughs> but
3: I, just, I, I was eating breakfast at like the free breakfast they had at our at my hotel the other day, and it was kind of raining outside, and so like uh, the whole uh, side, the whole wall of the breakfast area is just. Uh, glass windows and there were at least like five bums just st- staring there looking at it all of us eating i never felt worse in my whole life well i mean i just like i usually will give a, especially wow. if i have change on me i usually always
2: give it i mean i don't feel like they need it more than i do what they do with it because i know there's some people who say well you don't know what they're going to do with the money i'm like well i can't help that i can only help the the uh the mindset that i gave it with
1: be amen. thankful for what you have that's
2: that's my point yeah
1: amen well that's a good way to end this podcast Good wedding in the new year. Thanks, the in the year. Thanks, Catfish. I appreciate it, yeah. We'll if you haven't... Figured it out. We got a new nickname for Ryan Black. <laughs> it just
2: came out of me mentioning Fitz and Jordan Catfish. I'm like, I love Catfish. It fits.
3: And then, My New Year's resolution is to just only call you Catfish. Is that okay? <laughs> I, I,
4: I, we I, I, start yeah. a new Twitter handle.
2: At, cat, <laughs> yes. at catfish, catfish Black. Ryan. <laughs> catfish Ryan. No,
4: catfish Black. at Black Catfish. Black
2: Catfish. I don't, I don't know if I could do that. That, <laughs> that might. That sounds a little different. Yeah, that, that the connotation might be I'm trying to be Catfish Hunter. I'm not trying to. No, I just...
3: Uh, just People like cat- put like... Just catfish. Okay, so yeah, just yeah, add Just
2: add catfish. Just add catfish. <laughs>
3: yeah. That might be taken. That yeah,
4: probably is taken.
2: <laughs> at that, good catfish. luck. Let us Cat know next Monday. Cat, I <laughs> yeah, you got to always
4: put in the underscore. If that's what you need. <laughs> at catfish underscore black. Uh,
1: this are we ever going to end this? Are we going to let it keep we're going? Just gonna keep it's going to be one of those
2: podcasts where like it just we're talking and it just fades as we're
1: talking. <laughs> see, we don't really need to end it because I think the listeners have ended it already. Oh, that's true. They're, they're, they're not long even make, gone. They're
2: not even going to make it at this point. As soon as you brought up the Navy Bar, they're like, okay, yeah, Alfreds. That sounds too bland. Alfreds like Man's personal.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Done. Started and ended it was some good ones. We're out. <laughs> Blackout. <but> <laughs> have, have a great year. We'll be back with the Insiders Podcast in the new year. We're going to talk a lot of hoops. A lot of hoops. They better start winning.
0: You've been listening to the Power Cat Insiders Podcast, presented by Commerce Bank. PowerCat Podcast, all rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com and Spirit Street Publishing.